We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Ranger, love your show, but please quit. It did. And then my new place quit me. Oh, God, feel sorry for me now. Pandemic sucks. Although maybe it's actually a good thing. I'm back with you. Come to Papa! That's right, baby. You and me, son. And, uh, baby. We're all together in this. Sean Anderson is uh, producing the show. With his knit cap on. It's cold in the studio. And uh, number one Tom Brady fan. Couple of things. Couple of house cleaning things here. I, t- I told you I'm stupid. When it comes to math. Um, apparently January 30th is not tomorrow. It's Saturday. So the Bulls play Saturday. Against the Blazers. With a 7 o'clock tip. And a 6.45 pregame show. I told you it was tomorrow. It is most certainly not. It's 7.45 and 8 tip. Son of a bitch. I was way off again. (laughs) They changed it. They changed the time like last week. Don't worry. What are you talking about? Uh, They changed the time. I got a a Mitch Rosen email saying that they changed the time for to to (sighs) 8 tip. Well, somebody needs to tell Google. Because Google says they're still playing at 7. Is that Easter time, Ron? No. All times are central. Trailblazers, Bulls, Saturday, January 30th, 7 p.m., all times central. I'm dumb. I ain't that dumb, though. At least I don't think. I'm Chris Ranji, and this is The Score. I've missed you. I really, I'm telling you, I have missed you in the worst way. It hurts sometimes. It hurts so much, I'm going to take a phone call from Tom in Glendale Heights. What's up, Tom? Hey, Ron. It's good to talk to you, man. How you been? Me too, buddy. I'm good, man. That's good to hear. Um, so, like, as a White Sox fan, and this needs to be explained a little bit, but are we sure we need a DH? Um, obviously, I'm all for adding better players, and we need more because we need more depth. But we've seen what Edwin Encarnacion and Yonder Alonso have done, and they've been awful. If you're telling me that we should sign Ozuna, who could also play the outfield, I'd be all for that. But I, as much as I, I mean, 
as White Sox fans, we know that Nelson Cruz can destroy us. I mean, he basically has single-handedly. But he's also 40 years old. I don't want to give him a two-year deal. Because the honest thing is, too, is as a White Sox fan, I look at the DH as a huge advantage where you can compete, but at the same time still develop players because you get to give guys free plate appearances, basically, that the NL doesn't have that luxury of. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if everyone will agree with me, but I think Zach Collins is a total bust. I think he's going to be pretty bad, but he's still the 10th pick, and I, I can't decide that based off of only 100 at-bats. I'm not saying we shouldn't add more talent. Obviously, I, you know, Azuna, it seems like Chuck Peterson always comes up with the White Sox as well. But, I mean, give me an outfielder. I don't know if we need a DH because, in the end, the, the fact may be true that Jimenez might be our DH in the long run anyways, and maybe it's better just keeping him healthy and putting him there. Uh, see, I understand where you're coming from. I, I guess my feeling on the two-year contract is, so what? You know, and I, I know teams are, are not going to go along with the idea of uh, I, I'm sitting here spending their money. Like I'm saying, who cares? Who, who cares if he's not good right. in year two of the contract? And they're going to say, what do you mean? Who cares? It's our money. But but almost like, yes. Yeah, so what? You, you know, this that's why you, you own a sports team. That's what you're you're supposed to do this. You're, you're supposed to, to make your team as good as possible. You don't have to. You don't have to count every single penny all the time. And and you know what? I'm going to admit this. I used to have a very different philosophy on it. And I used to say it. And I'm I'm going to apologize for this now because I don't feel this. My, my feelings on this have changed completely. I used to say things like, you can't tell an owner how to spend his money. It's his. And, and he should make as much as he wants to. Or she should make as much as she wants to. She doesn't have to go do whatever. They don't. They are not required to take a loss. I don't. I don't believe that anymore. I I believe sports and teams are a public trust. I believe that when you ask people to invest their time, money, and emotions into your product, that sometimes you should overextend yourself as an owner, and you should say, you know what, we may not make as much this year. Or we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna break even like we try to break even, or whatever it is they do. I'm gonna dip into my pockets a little bit more because this is a, these people have stuck with this team through a lot of bad, and I'm gonna make it really good or as good as I can possibly make it for them for the next couple of years. And if that means I sign a guy who's 40 and who's probably gonna give us a good year of production, but who knows about year two? Whatever, then then year two is a is a loss. I don't care. Why, why why should I feel bad about that? And 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 that's that's where I am on it. And I know that's probably not the realistic way to see it, but that's how I see it. When you're when you're asking people to invest all of these things, in some respects, people are investing money they don't really have, or they're working hard to acquire the money to be able to buy season tickets or even to buy four tickets for one night. Maybe they save up to do that. And that's a, that's a pretty big commitment. Why, why not ask an owner to commit a little bit out of his own pocket in, in order to make the team that much better and give the fans that much better hope for what might actually happen in this. And I appreciate the phone call and I, 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 I know it's not a realistic way to see it. That's the way I see it. It's a public trust. T 
Teams are a public trust. And, and guess what? No matter what, even if you do take a hit as an owner for one season or for two seasons, by the time you were finished owning the team, you were going to have made money on your investment into that team. There isn't an owner in sports that has ever lost money. Not prof- not major professional sports. Certainly not baseball. Maybe one time, but really is there a time that an owner from the time of their investment in buying the team to the time they stopped owning the team has an owner lost money? No. The answer is no. They they uh, my Google is is wanting me to do something. Why is my Google talking to me right now? I don't think I want it to talk to me. What button did you press, old man? I didn't. I didn't push a button. That's this is scaring me. I just watched the social dilemma. I I know I'm months late, but I just watched it about a week ago, and. Uh, I know everything is paying attention to me right now. And apparently my phone is paying attention to me and I didn't even touch it. So maybe the, uh, self, the self-awareness is, it started. They're about to take over folks. I'm nervous. Um, and then <laughs> the owners heard me talking about them in a negative way. And, uh, they are reaching me through the phone. But you know what? I'm not going to stop because I care about you and I care about the White Sox and I care about your fandom. But they should take the hit every now and then. Take the hit. Who cares if Nelson Cruz isn't good in 22? He may not be good in 21, but if you look at what he's done every single year since 2008, he has been really really good is it possible that 21 is the, the 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 last of it or that 20 was the last of it and he just isn't good anymore sure it's possible i would take my chances that's not what's going to happen here are his ops numbers going back to 08 and i'm going to read to you a bunch of numbers in a row and i'm sorry but i want to drive the point home to you here's the ops by year since 2008 1030, 856, 950, 821, 779. Above average, but not great. 833, 859, 936, 915, 924, 850, 1031 again, and then 992 last year. Dude has been really good. Unless he's injured, there's not a whole lot of reason to think he's just not going to be good this year. And he's probably going to still be kind of productive the following year, too. But you know what? What if it gets them a World Series this year? What if this year it gets them a World Series because he hits something like that? Like any, Pick any of those years, and you're, you're going to get a pretty good productive player who might help you win a World Series. Why not do that? So I think the last thing you want to hear right now, if you're a Sox fan, is there isn't a whole lot of wiggle room. Unless, Do I touch or that with money? Unless it's just a thing they're saying right now. Yeah, we said that, but we didn't mean it because when we threw the scent off, we were over here working some backdoor channels and 
we got a deal done with a pretty good player. Right, but I'll go back to 2018 with the whole Harper and Machado stuff. There was rumors like, oh, the, the Sox are out on Harper, but there might be a backdoor deal going on. I, if anything, I, I believe Nightingale. I mean, he he's he's got exclusive with Reinsdorf throughout the whole pandemic during uh, you know quarantine and all that stuff before the season. He talked. He had two specific things: one Jordan thing, one White Sox thing. Uh, he's the most connected writer to Jerry Reinsdorf. And if anyone's going to say you can or cannot spend any money, it's going to be Jerry saying that, and Jerry's going to leak that out to Bob Nightingale. I don't think they're going to like they're in the weeds for Trevor Bauer. I think they're done unless they're you know going minor leaguer or you know smaller under five million deals. Yes, but Sean, this time it's different. They're all in, baby. <laughs> this time it's different. We mean it. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm not deluded. I I know. I know. It I will be more surprised if something happens significant before the season starts than if something doesn't happen. I'll be more surprised. And I I know. I'm just hoping I'm hoping there's a little um Mark Burley surprise. Because when they re-signed him after 07, everybody pretty much thought he was gone. Like they were, they, they thought that was going to be the end of it. I remember his last start at U.S. Cellular, and they played that. Uh, every, everybody was is he was walking off the mound. All of us in the building were pretty positive that he was done. That 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 was it. They weren't going to bring him back, and then they did. So I, I guess there's a hope that maybe there's a surprise in store. But I got to be honest, I I feel the way you feel. I feel the way you do. I think you're. I think nothing is going to happen, and that really sucks. Or nothing else is going to happen. Is Alex with us in Deerfield still? Is he still hanging? Yeah, around? I'm right here. Let's What's talk to on, Alex. Chris? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You know, I'm glad that we got a uh, we got a good manager over here uh, for the White Sox. You know, I'm surprised that uh, Tony Larusa is uh, doing the job now. I'm happy to hear it, you know. That's good. I, I, I know a lot of people aren't all that excited about him, but as far as the uh, X's and O's go with baseball, you're not going to lose anything with Tony LaRusa. He knows what he's doing. I, I guess the only question is how he relates to everybody else and what sort of environment he creates with this young, modern clubhouse. And, and hopefully he doesn't get too much in the way. But as far as the on-field stuff, you're... You, you should have no problem with the way Tony LaRusa manages. Nah, I mean, I have to admit it, like watching, uh, you know, baseball over the years here in Chicago, you know, seeing management do what it does, uh, you know, loop the loop in holidays, like for example, with the Cubs or um, even like the Robin Venturi days with the White Sox. You know, I, I look upon these like different uh, general managers and I think about like what an interesting and vibrant spirit they bring to the field. You know, like both, you know, good things, bad things, you know, exciting things, dramatic things, and definitely like a lot of opportunities for comedy, I see. Alex, I appreciate the phone call. I need you to figure out whatever that dog is barking at. And I mean, it's look, it's dark out. I'm assuming you're outside right now. Um, you probably can't see so far. So I hope there's nobody lurking 
in the distance, in the shadows, and the dog is barking at them. Be careful. Be safe out there. The world is a dangerous place. Let's look. General managers and front office, and this is a this is a conversation I've had a lot with you. And I think it's an important conversation to have. I I like Rick Hahn. I think he's pretty smart. And I think he does a pretty good job. And I think he does a good job working within the parameters that he is given as a general manager. That's that's really the key. What are the parameters that each general manager has to work within? And not every situation is the same. There are some GMs that don't have any wiggle room. They can't do anything because of the constraints that have been put on them by the budgets set by owners. And I think the Sox generally do a pretty good job of working within that. The problem is the parameters. Those are the problem. The problems for me on occasion. I just don't I don't think the parameters are forgiving enough as often as they should be with the White Sox front office. At least that's how I see it. I I want there to be a time where they say, you know what, we are freaking close, man. You know what, Rick? Go do what you got to do. Go get us who you got to get us. Let's make this thing happen because we think this team can win a World Series. And, and let's not just be... One of the most irritating words to me when teams talk about their upcoming season is competitive. I hate... I've started to hate the term competitive to describe a team because it means a lot of different things for a lot of different teams. For some teams, competitive means, yeah, we think we're going to be good enough to maybe win a wild card spot. We're competitive. Or maybe it means we don't know if we're going to be a playoff team, but we'll be in the conversation in September. We're competitive. Or it could mean we think we're going to win a World Series. We are that competitive. So I just I, I hate when teams use that word because I think it's so vague most of the time. Well, what do you mean by competitive? You think you're going to have a competitive team? Does that mean you think you are about as good as the Cleveland Indians or Cleveland Spiders, whatever they're going to be next? Is that what you mean by competitive? Or are you saying you are competitive with the New York Yankees or you think you're as good as they are? What is it? And to me, that's why I hate that word. Because I, I, I don't think it means enough for most teams. Yeah, we're competitive. Hey, pff, I don't know how far we're going to go, but we're competitive. We're going to hang around. That doesn't inspire much. And that's the other thing. I, I, I want people to feel inspired about the White Sox going into the season. And you know what can do that? Another home run of an acquisition. It's already a really good core with a lot of really good young players. You could make that team potentially great with the right acquisition. Our number is 312-644-6767 to call and to text. Uh, The Bears have not yet traded for Deshaun Watson 
Are they going to? We'll talk about that next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With the second pick... In the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback, North Carolina. Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there. Hey, Ted. Hey, the Bears uh, want Deshaun Watson. It's not even 2017. Apparently, he has told the Houston Texans that he does not want to play football there any longer. And I got to be honest, I don't blame him. And I would guarantee the people in Houston don't even blame him. I bet they're all like, yeah, hey, man, we get it, man. We totally get why you don't want to be here anymore. Can you imagine wasting the prime? Well, he's got, he's got some prime left in him. Quite a bit of it. He should. But can you imagine the couple of seasons he's had? And this one, again, he accounted for basically all of their offense all year. Something like 82, 83% of the yards, it, they, they were all him. He just, he he accounted for all of it. And they've wasted him. Do you know how hard it is to have a quarterback of that caliber and for the team around him to be that bad? It's pretty impressive. It's impressive bad. So he's told the team he would like a trade. He does have a no-trade clause, which allows him uh, to say, no, I'm, I'm not going 
to the place where you've worked out a deal, which would stand to reason then they are going to allow him probably to talk to prospective teams if they've got something worked out. Maybe they can convince him. So maybe the Bears are going to have an opportunity. Maybe they're going to have an opportunity to convince him to come play here. And I don't know if he's going to take that, but I do know this much. I can't believe Houston has squandered that. That is a truly, truly impressive feat. But do the Bears have enough to get him here in town? John McClain, who was with the Houston Chronicle and who was on the Mully and Hanley show earlier today, said, no, I don't think he's going to come there. I don't think that's going to happen. He's probably going to go somewhere else. And, uh, And most people think the most likely situation for him, Jets, could be the Jets have that number two pick, so that's attractive to Houston. Could be the Colts, maybe. Could be the Panthers. They're going to have some interest in him, and they should. Most teams should. If you're a team not named the Kansas City Chiefs or, you know, Arizona Cardinals or Seahawks or Packers, you know, if you're any of these teams, you don't really need that right now. But if you're just about anybody else, you're going to be listening. You're going to have some interest. But the question is, does he have interest in this situation? Does he want to play for the Bears? And that is a question that is at this moment unanswerable. I'd like to know what he thinks. Because if they are going to have to make a deal, uh, it isn't going to be just draft picks. That would get it done. It would have to be picks. It would have to be talent off the current roster. And it would have to be done in such a way that they're not making the team worse. Because then that would defeat the purpose for him of wanting to be here. Oh, you're trading all those dudes along with the picks? And now the team got worse? So now I'm going into a situation where it's not as good as it could have been? Yeah, I'll pass. I don't think I'm going to do that. And I said this earlier on the show tonight, and I don't know how much of this is in him. I don't know how spiteful Deshaun Watson is, but he does seem to be the kind of guy who he's aware. He's got very good awareness. And, you know, he, he's one of those who sends cryptic tweets about the situation he's in and that he's not very happy, and you know what he's talking about at the time. Like, you know. But I wonder how much of a grudge Watson holds. And I I said this earlier. Could he be a Giancarlo Stanton? Could he do what Stanton did a couple of years ago when the Marlins had a deal worked out to send him to St. Louis? And I know you're going to say, well, nobody wants to go to St. Louis, so, you know, of course he's not going to want to go there. But what he told Derek Jeter and new ownership with the Marlins was, this is not going to go the way you want it to go. And he was pissed at them. He was pissed at them with the way they operated and with the the, the fact they traded away and gave away the other two guys of a really good outfield 
and they weren't doing anything to get better with a pretty good young core. He was upset about that. And out of spite, at least partly out of spite, he told them they weren't going to get the deal they wanted. They were going to have to settle for something else. And yeah, I'm sure part of it was he just wanted to go to New York. He wanted to play in that big city on a coast with the endorsement opportunity that you'll get from playing in a market like that. I'm sure that was a lot of it. But there was also a little bit of spite in there as well. There's a little bit of spite. This is not going to go the way you want it to go. That's what he told them. How awesome is that? And does Deshaun Watson have that same sort of mindset where the Houston Texans work out a deal and he says, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't going to go where you want me to go. I'm going to go where I want to go. Let's talk to Brad and Gardner, who was with us on the score. Hello, Brad. What's up, Ranji? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. Talk to me. Are, are you are you back up here, or are you still down in St. Louis? I am currently uh, in St. Louis. I am talking to you from a, a home studio, which is uh, blankets that I've put Okay, that, that's cool. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, I live, uh, I don't know if you know, Bowling Green. It's about an hour and a half northwest of you. There is a Bowling Green in every state. Well, I mean... Bowling Green, Missouri. I mean, this this oh. is one. This is the only Missouri one that has a prison. So, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. okay uh, anyways, uh, oh, hold on. Is it is it like is it is it supermax? Is it uh, medium um, security? What is it? It's. Uh, I I worked there at one point. Oh. Uh, it's uh, Nelly. One of his one of his boys took the fall for him. And he actually visited there um, numerous Look times. Well, that's a, that is an interesting story. Uh, it, it is. It is. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm from I'm from the Chicago area. Um, I, I moved down here. So, anyways, um, Sox. I think they're they're good to go. I think they uh, their offense is amazing, and I'm a Cubs fan. I, I think their offense is absolutely great. I think their pitching. I would actually bring Rodon back and put him as a reliever if I were the Sox. Um, the Cubs, which is my team, I'm I'm really dreading this this coming season. And uh, why is that? Part, uh, well, you got Hendricks as your starter. You got Davies, who's Hendricks 3.0, and you have Alec Mills, who's like Hendricks 6.0, and you're hoping for Alzale to do something. Uh, Marquez isn't going to be up, you know, and be worth anything until at least next year. Um, Bryant's probably going to be gone at the trade deadline. Uh, Contreras if he's not gone by the beginning of the season, he's going to be gone at least by the trade deadline. And if they don't bring back pitching for him, that's going to be highly disappointing. Um, 
And Rizzo, to me, I'm not a huge Rizzo fan. I, I don't think anybody would give up anything worth for him. You are not an Anthony Rizzo fan. I like him, but I'm not a huge fan of him. I rather, I, 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 I just, I don't like him that much. Huh. And, and, and call me crazy. Um, I'm calling you crazy. That's great. I, I appreciate that. I'll call you a White Sox fan or a White Sox homer. But all right, that's I, fine. I'm not a huge. Rizzo I just told fan. Jerry Reinsdorf to spend money out of his own pocket. Yeah, but Reinsdorf has the balls, and and that's a whole different story. I'm not even going to go into that. Um, but Rizzo, to me, I just it's something about him I just don't like, and I feel like he's a dime a dozen. What? And Brad, what are you talking about, my friend? Anthony I, Rizzo. I, 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 I just, I just, I honestly am not a huge fan. And Ronnie, I have a jersey. I have his jersey. What? And and the only reason I have his jersey is because my wife is a Chris Bryant fan, and I got both jerseys, and I gave her the Bryant jersey. Can I? Because she loves him. She is in love with him. Everything. I, I rather, I rather keep Bryant. I rather sign him to an extension because he can play third, he can play first, he can play left, he can play right. What can okay. Rizzo play other 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 than first or DH? You know what? Uh, I don't know what that prison has done to you. I don't. I don't know what's going on there, Brad. But I'm. Really? I wish you the That's best. The only prison. That's not the only prison. I worked at the women's prison, fifteen miles west down there so okay I, I i've dealt with both of them all right well tell me about this i kind of want to know about this woman's prison now too what do you want to know what do i need to know um well i i ran a house okay so a housing unit all right and it's the same at any prison you could possibly look up okay um I've dealt with, in the women's prison, it was one through five, and that is the ranking levels because it's a diagnostic center. So when when any woman in Missouri goes to prison, they go to that prison first. Uh-huh. Do you, okay, uh, all right, so you, you worked at a, did you ever watch Orange is the New Black? And when you were watching it, were you like, okay, this is all nonsense? I watched, that's not like... I watched it before I actually worked there. Okay, and, then, and how how close? Um, it's it's actually it's actually pretty close. I'm not there were a lot lie. of fights. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, actually, quite a few fights. Um, it's it's uh, it's actually quite uh, pathetic. Not not gonna lie. Okay. It's okay. uh, they it... they uh, it's it's all it's all girlfriends. It's all uh, for the stay kind of stuff, and uh, okay. and it, it's 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 not very pretty. Okay. Is it so? It's dangerous for you. 
No. Well, for me, it wasn't because I, I worked there for uh, three years. I, I never had to pull my spray. I never had to oh. use a, uh, as we would say, a use of force. And uh, they they respected me. And and most of the time, they actually thought, because uh, I'm I'm from an hour south of Chicago, they they actually always said, uh, "Well, you're from you're you're from Minnesota." I said, "What?" Okay. <laughs> and uh, they they actually thought my accent was uh, Minnesota. So yeah, you I, got I said, no, right. you know, I'm 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 from an hour south of Chicago. Okay. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, well. It, it, I'm gl- it really depends on how you uh, how you treat them. So yeah, Brad, I, I tell you what, I'm I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad nothing happened to you that nobody fashioned a toothbrush into a, a sharp object and stabbed you or anything. I'm glad you're okay, and thank well, you for calling I, in. Did we lose Brad? We lost Brad. Well, at least we didn't lose him at the prison. Uh. I've I've always wondered what it's it's like in a ladies' prison, and I assumed that show was just all nonsense. I watched Orange Is the New Black for a couple of seasons, and I I think I lost interest. Yeah, I'm I, I lost interest around seasons three, I think it was, and I'm glad we got that closure on if it was accurate or not years later. Okay, that's good. Um, a text message from an eight four seven: Do you drug test your callers? And the answer to that question is no. We do not. I don't believe we have the legal authority to do it. And who would want to? We would all lose if we drug tested our callers first. We would all lose if we didn't allow the drunk people to call in. I would have never had a White Sox post-game show if the drunks weren't allowed to call. There would have been no show. There would have been nothing to do. Good Lord. Well, I am glad that Brad is okay, and uh, Brad is no longer working at the prison, either of the prisons. I really wanted to ask him about the Nelly thing, but I look, that we can't just throw that out there. you got to have some kind of evidence. There's, there's no evidence that we know of that Nelly had a fall guy. But wasn't it Michael Irvin who said you got to have a fall guy? That's just smart thinking, if you ask me. If you get to that level in your career where you are a superstar, got to have a fall guy. You can't be taking the rap. You got too much to lose. Get a guy, pay him to take the fall for you, take care of his family, and then everything's good. But you cannot. You cannot take the fall. You got to have somebody else do it. You got the money. Pay somebody else. Well, I'm glad Brad checked in. Uh, if you also work at a prison, you're welcome to call the show. Got about 15 minutes to go. I'm Chris Ranji. This is the score. <laughs> Sean Anderson uh, producing the show tonight. I'll tell you what. You are welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome that because I am 
working from home tonight. And I'm able to go to the bathroom, which is about eight feet away, that I hit the mute button every time I go. So you don't have to listen to me go pee-pee in the middle of breaks. You're welcome, because I am mindful enough and I care enough about you to do that for you. Thank you. You are welcome. And uh, no text line, the um, text zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. So no text line. Just because you know somebody who works in the Rockford prison system, that does not mean we need to hear any stories from you. If you have your own stories from the Rockford prison system, we're more than willing to entertain them. But not otherwise. And also, I believe uh, one of the owners of one of the teams in town has texted into the show. Because that person was really mad that I suggested owners should maybe sometimes pony up a little bit. Even if it costs them money to make their team better. They shouldn't have to do that. That's money out of their own pockets. They shouldn't have to do that. You're an idiot. Don't own a team. If you don't want to do that every now and then. Because I promise you, as I said before... And what I'm about to tell you is 100% true with no debate. I will not welcome debate on this because there is no debate. Every single owner in sports, from the time they purchase the team to the time they sell it, is going to make a buttload of money. They will never lose money, ever. From the beginning of their investment to the end, they will always, always get a huge return of investment. The only thing that I would push back on you with this, Ranji, is the old saying that billionaires don't know how to spend money, right? That's why they're billionaires. They wouldn't uh, well, invest into a sports team just to lose money. You know, I don't know about that because uh, I know some really cheap people who don't have a billion dollars. In fact, I know a lot of those people, and most of them don't even have 50 bucks somehow. Because they, they don't spend anything. I'm going to tell you a story about a guy who used to be a coach of a team in town. I loved this dude. Very, very good person. I liked him very much. I mean, I don't know if he was a good person. Maybe he's a piece of crap um, other than what I knew of him. This man, and I'm not going to tell you his name, and I'm not going to tell you what team or what role or any of that. Uh, this guy would, in, in locker rooms and in clubhouses, in a professional sports uh, uh, situation, there, the, everything you need is in there. Everything you need. In the bathroom, all the toiletries, everything you need. Shaving cream, razors, combs, mouthwash, toothpaste, whatever you want. In the kitchen, all kinds of food, snacks, drinks, whatever you want. As a player, it's all there for you. This man would take 
empty water bottles, go into the bathroom, and there would be giant jugs of Listerine with the, you know, like when you go to a ball game and uh, the ketchup dispenser has got the, the pump top, you know, the, right? Uh, they had that, but it was Listerine, and it was like a gallon of Listerine on the counter in the bathroom. He would go in with empty water bottles, fill them up with Listerine, and take them home. So he didn't have to buy Listerine. This is true. This is a this is a totally true story. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. But it was it was in Chicago. He was a coach in Chicago. He is not a coach in Chicago any longer. That's all I'm gonna tell you. This man did this. He would take Listerine. Can you imagine showing up at home and you know, you're the family member of this guy. And you go into the bathroom and you, you open up the cabinet because you're going to use the mouthwash. And there's not a Listerine bottle, but there's an Aquafina bottle full of Listerine in it. You, you're not going to ask questions? <laughs> you go to somebody else's house. You go to your friend's house. You're a kid, right? You go to your friend's house and you stay the night and you go into the bathroom and you say, hey, uh, do you have any mouthwash? And they bring you a bottle of Listerine and then you say, how come this is not an Aquafina bottle? I mean, can you, you imagine? And this is a person who I, I would assume made decent money. Not every coach does, but, you know, more than most. I mean, come on, man. By the way, you're uh, talking about him. The two people who are on the text line say it's Coop. not Coop. Yeah. I it's mean, not it, Coop. He had a job for 15 years. I doubt he was stealing Listerine. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. It, it, it's the, the, okay. That's the one thing I will tell. It is not Don Cooper. Don Cooper did not do that. Robin Ventura. No, and I'm not. Don't let's not do the guessing game. I just I guess first once. of all, I guess first once. of all, Ro- Robin Ventura, it, it way too much class for that kind of move. That dude would never in a he would make fun of a person doing that. And he probably, he, I'm sure he would have. If he saw something like that happen, there's no chance. Hey, this hour of the score is brought to you by Hyundai. As we broadcast from the Hyundai studios from my house. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. I'm assuming that music means it's time for us to get the hell out of here. want to thank our guest tonight. Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus and Russell Dorsey of the Chicago Sun-Times and the producer and board op. He did everything on this show tonight. It is Sean Anderson. Sean, do you have to stick around through CBS Sports Radio before? Oh, you do. Who's on right now, CBS Sports Radio? Uh, The JR Sports Brief. JR Sports Brief. All right, well, that's coming up next. And then the Grobber at midnight. And also, uh, Sean would like to apologize for being wrong earlier because the Bulls do, in fact, tip off at 7 o'clock on Saturday night with a pregame at 6.45. He tried to tell me it was 8, and it's not. So he screwed up tonight more than once. We're not going to relive it. Thank you, Sean. That's Sean Anderson. I'm Chris Ranji. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I don't know when we'll talk again. Maybe uh, next week? Maybe the week after? Maybe the week after that? 
whenever they have me back, I'll be talking to you. I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Have a great night. CBS Sports, next. Thank you, Chris Ronji. We're going home! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.